Central Ohio. I'm here today so we can talk about elections coming up and how do people vote. Can you tell us, first of all, who you are and tell us what your new job title is? Yeah, my name's Abby Matheny, and I'm the Director of Elections for Madison County. What does that mean? What does a director of board for the Board of Elections do? So we put on elections. Um, so right now we're preparing for the November 3rd general election. So I guess that was a question I was going to ask. It might sound silly, but if somebody doesn't have it on their calendar, they need to take a big red pen, right? And they need to circle November 3rd. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to ask you a couple questions throughout here that might just seem really basic, but I want to make sure everybody out there, um, young, old, near, far, kind of have the same information. So how old do you have to be to vote? Okay. And if when you are ready to vote or you get of age to vote, um, or even when you move into the state of Ohio, when should someone uh, actually register um, to vote? As soon as you're 18, um, you can register to vote. Or when you move into the county um, or the state, you can register. You can register online, um, by paper, in person. Um, there's lots of different ways. So does somebody need, so when they move into the state, they need to do that, but also when they turn 18. How about when you're within the state of Ohio, if you move from one county to another? You do. do. You need to do when anything? you move one county to another or even within your county, you will need to update your registration, which is actually the same process as just registering to vote. So break that down for us if you don't. Yeah. So um, to register to vote. Yeah, it means on election day, your name will be in our system and you can vote um, just normal ballot. If you're not registered to vote, you'll have to vote a provisional ballot, um, which isn't a big deal. But we're going to check out the information before we count that ballot. We're going to make sure you are who you say you are, um, that you're registered somewhere within the state of Ohio or that you haven't voted twice. Um, that's the big thing on provisionals. Um, when you register to vote. So where it Oh, so when no, you register to vote, you can register online, like I said, in person, or um, you can mail in your registration. What you'll need is your Ohio driver's license number or Ohio ID card number, your name, your date of birth, your address, and the last four digits of your social security number. So would you suggest, should somebody just kind of Google or go to their favorite search engine and type in, how do I register to vote? Or is there a particular website? So you can go, go to the Ohio Secretary of State's website to register to vote. You can also go to your county board of elections website, and that will take you to the correct page. Okay, so each county has their own board of elections, and you can do that information yes, there as well. Okay, so when you show up on voting day, what does that look like? Do you need any proof? Do you have to show an ID? What should people do to be prepared for actual voting day? Yeah, if they're the quickest in way you can get through the line is with your driver's license. If you don't have one of those, your uh, utility bill will do. Um, yeah. And like I said, the driver's license is the quickest. We want to get you in and out as quickly as we can. Okay. So if somebody uh, is in a different area, there's different ballots. So I guess I'm just curious if you can help people know out there, what's the difference on a ballot? What are the different types of um, points people may be voting on? People, referendums, what, what might yeah. they be looking at? Um, it, like you said, it really depends upon where you live um, and the lines, the county lines and things like that. Um, 
every county will have their uh, your sample ballot on their website, and you can actually pull that up right now. Um, it's it's really handy, and you can kind of see what the actual ballot's going to look like. So what you're saying is what defines an area as far as what will be on that ballot is yeah, county. and kind of where is you live correct? too. Um, like if you live in a school district, and your the line cuts on your property uh-huh. line, um, you will have a different ballot than your neighbor who's in a different school district. Absolutely. So certain areas of central Ohio may be, for example, Olentangy School District, but they might be Columbus, taxes, something like that. So it, it very much might vary based on your county, but also yes, your school absolutely. district. And there's different, Perfect. I mean, almost every, anything you're voting on will have some sort of divider um, that can cause a split in your precinct. So, and it doesn't need to be a surprise. You don't have to show up and wonder who to vote for, what what it is you're voting on. You're saying there's an example ballot out yeah, there absolutely. right now. So, and you said that everybody can on find that where? On your Board of website. Okay. Uh, all right. So this year, Abby, is kind of crazy. I know we're not going to talk specifics because every county is going to be different um, due to COVID on, on voting day. So we'll talk a little bit, if we can, about uh, mail-in voting, but additionally, polling stations. So in general, um, do you foresee that polling stations may change this year in some areas due to COVID, perhaps if they were at a uh, like a nursing home or a um, you know a facility like that? Do you think that we'll have changes? They were required to do that for March. So... Um... My my assumption would be that if it changed in March, it will probably stay that way for this election. Okay, so you might vote in November 3rd election. You may vote in the same place as you did in March. But to determine that, in fact, where you actually do vote, is it again on the board um, election I would site? contact your local board of elections. If you if you voted in like a nursing okay. home or something like that, feel free to contact your local board of elections and they'll tell you exactly where to go vote. Okay. And do you envision voting in person to perhaps look similar to it, how it did in March? I mean, should people assume just as if you're going to a store, six feet apart, standing back in line and allowing yeah, more time? Yeah, absolutely. We, um, in Madison County, we have a crazy amount of um, PPE for our poll workers, our voters. Um, we're going to try and space space our uh, polling locations out as best as we can. Um, six feet apart for everybody. Um, and do what we can to keep everybody safe. Our poll workers, our staff, our voters, whatever we can do to keep everyone safe. So some people may choose, Abby, this year to more than normal, I'm assuming, from what I've understood, to actually go uh, vote by mail. If somebody would like to do that, are there any deadlines involved? And how does someone vote by mail? So to vote by mail, we have to get an absentee application request from you. Um, That application will verify you are who you say you are. It will let us um, know where you want the ballot sent to. The Secretary of State's office actually just sent out a absentee application request to every registered voter in the state of Ohio. Um, a couple other places have sent them out as well. Um, I've heard of some people getting upwards of six so far. It's We don't send those out. They're done by other, other entities, um, but they are actual absentee applications. Um, 
so is that I guess that that's great. I'm so thrilled you pointed that out because I know that a lot of campaigns, PACs, uh, even the Postal Service um, have been sending them out. So everybody out there like myself, when you go to the mailbox, if you get one, it, is it okay to use those or should you only be using the one that you get from the Secretary of No, you of can absolutely office? use those, um, but you just need to submit one. Okay. And that, what was the deadline again? So to get that the submitted? deadline for, to submit an absentee application is October 31st at noon, but I do not recommend waiting that long. The sooner you get it in, the better. Um, and I'd also okay. like to mention that the voter registration deadline for the state of Ohio is October 5th at 9 p.m. So you have to register. Oh, so they actually registered a vote in the state it is, October 5th. Yep. Okay, so you need to register to be a voter by October 5th and by October 31st, if you wish to vote by mail, you have to have that application in. And then once they submit that application, what happens So we will go through um, and check, the uh, verify the identity of the voter. Um, Did their signatures match? Did the last four of their social or their driver's license number match? Do... Does the address match? Does the name match? Um, And if it does, we will then mail you a ballot. And for the state of Ohio, ballots can be mailed out starting October 6th. So if you've applied for one and haven't gotten a ballot yet, that's okay. Okay. So, but if somebody applies and you receive it in your office on October the 31st, they will not in fact, probably be able to vote by the November 3rd election. So does that mean that we will probably see trailing numbers this year, perhaps more than normal as far as the final we voting could. count? Um, when we give a total number on election night, that is an unofficial canvas. It is unofficial for a reason. We, we accept ballots that were postmarked by November 2nd. We will accept them if they're uh, received before November 13th. November 13th is the last day so we can accept them up until that date so that's kind of why you'll see numbers change Um, also if people voted a provisional ballot we have to do the research after they get back to our office so that will also affect the numbers each place Abby each board of elections I'm sure has a different uh, facility and um, you know rooms within the facility but just curious what are the safety measures taken to ensure that mail-in ballots are safe? yeah so they are um, kept uh, in a room that's only in our county in a room that's only accessible by a Republican and a Democrat um, they are also everything on the the envelope that is sent in with the ballot is checked by a Republican and a Democrat Um, the signatures are verified by both parties. So it's not that one party can, you know, accept and deny other, other people. They have to be accepted by both. Okay. And so, and as we mentioned, then the election results will be a preliminary uh, announcement on election night, but numbers will continue to roll. Yes. Okay. Um, One last thing. I'm I'm curious. I've seen a a request on the real estate agent side, but they actually offered a CE uh, if anybody wanted to sign up to be a poll worker. So I'm kind of guessing that poll workers are in need this year. What does that look like? Poll workers are um, essential to us running safe, fair elections. You know, they're the people out on the front lines making sure that everything's running smoothly. Um, a lot of our poll workers are, are older and in that high risk category this year and don't want to risk it to work. 
Um, so we are doing everything we can to make sure we have enough staff to not have to minimize locations. Um, also, in addition to you said real estate agents, um, lawyers and CPAs can also get continuing education credits. Good to know. What are the requirements? How, how do you know if you can fulfill that? So need? there are a couple of requirements for poll workers. Um, you have to be a U.S. citizen, 18 years or older or 17 years old and a high school senior registered in the county you serve and not you're not running on the ballot you're not trying to be an elected official and you have not been convicted of a felony okay so if you're listening out there and you meet those how and you want to you want to do this how do you go about applying or becoming Just a poll get in contact with your local board of elections and we'll take it away um you can also uh, express interest on the Secretary of State's website, as well as most likely county websites as well. Um, and then as well, this year, um, or as every year, it is a paid position. So you do get a little extra spending money for doing this. Okay. And are you generally, excuse me, are you generally placed in your precinct where you would vote? Or are you, since you're a, a legal voter in the state of Ohio, are you just wherever it's So you'll, you'll definitely be within your county. Um, but okay. most of the time, we try to keep people at their own polling locations as much as possible. But we have a couple locations that are harder to fill than others. So we may ask you to travel, but like I said, it'll still be within your county. Okay. Abby, these are all, this is important and super timely um, information here. So can we just real quick recap some of those key dates so people out there can make sure that they meet them. The most pressing upcoming date is October. Yep, the at 5th. 9 p.m. is the voter registration deadline. Okay. And then to submit a application for a mail-in ballot. Yeah. Uh, the, app, uh, the deadline is 12 noon at October 31st for absentee applications. All right. October, and then you'll receive the ballot. You then um, submit that back in. Has to be postmarked no later than November twelfth. Did second, you say so it has to be postmarked second. by the second and received by the thirteenth? Absolutely. And if you want to show up in person at our um, election for fall twenty twenty um, presidential and and other elections um, are November the third. Yeah, and polls year. are open six thirty a.m. to seven thirty p.m. And then I also wanted to mention um, absentee ballots are mailed on October 6th. And on October 6th, also our vote center is open. What is that? Yeah, mean? so you can actually go in person and vote early. Um, each county will have one vote center. And you can go there and you can vote early in person. Voting, it doesn't have to be just by, by application or in the mail. You can also do it in yes, person. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Madison County okay. is at our office at 14. And how long should somebody ex Madison County is just at our office. What was the address? 1423 State Route 38 okay. Southeast, and that's in London. Okay. And how long should somebody expect? It's going to be different at every location, but once they actually, how about this, cross the threshold, <laughs> um, if there happens to be a line, <clears throat> how long should somebody uh, assume? complete the ballot that um that'll just really depend upon the depend uh depend upon how long um your ballot is and that'll vary by precinct that makes sense because it would also yeah very much depending on yeah. how many referendums or other things might be on the ballot um exactly. okay abby anything else you
I have another super uh, important to me question to ask. I don't think so. Okay. So everybody get out there, go vote and take uh, your, your U.S. right to express your opinion and vote in the polls in November. Abby, I thank you for giving us that perspective um, from the Board of Elections out there in Madison County. And congratulations on your new position that you are starting. Thank you so much. Now, Abby. That takes me to another question for you. First of all, congratulations as well, not only the new job, but also um, you've had a couple closings. You have closed on a home that you sold and on the home that you are purchasing. Congratulations. Thank you. Absolutely. So, you know what, let's talk a little bit about your experience um, in selling your home first, if we can. Okay, so from the time frame, and I'll put full disclosure out there, um, I had the absolute pleasure of helping Abby in her buying and selling experience. So Abby, from the time frame that you sent me a text message um, saying that you had this new opportunity and you were considering selling your home and looking, how long would you say that it was in a time frame from when you sent me that initial text message to when we actually had your condo listed live in the MLS? Uh, Less than two weeks. What happened in that two weeks from your point of view? Um, we, I got the house staged. You gave me some tips and we got it staged. Um, and I started looking for a new house. Okay. So we did that. So the first thing that we did when you sent me that message, we I sent you some uh, homes through the MLS so you could start looking at that. Although you happen to be able to talk about the buying in an area that does not have a lot available. So that's its own set of challenges. But we went ahead and scheduled your listing presentation. Um, can you tell me about the listing presentation and what it was like from your point of view as a seller? Yeah. Um, you uh, Are you talking about the time you came over? Yeah. Yeah. So it was really nice. You had all, all of it really laid out for me. Um, and we could, I could kind of see the comps in the area. Um where where we thought mine would stack up and yeah we walked through and you kind of gave me some some advice on where you thought I should land absolutely so after we sat down we talked about numbers um we looked at your house talked about where you know kind of what the process would be we walked around and we talked about some staging tips you had just referred to that um what about the staging tips did you find helpful uh as far as preparing your house for the professional photos that we had taken um i had it cleaned which was awesome um (laughs) we kind of decluttered it um and got it to where I think the seller could see themselves living here and not just my personal effects. That And that's a big difference, isn't it? Because the way that you have your, would you say that the way you have your house uh, for pictures and for open houses and showings, is it the same as it is when you are just living there? No, it's not. <laughs> it's close, but it's, it's definitely uh, missing my personal touches. Absolutely. And I want to point out there, by the way, you said you had the house clean. Let's be clear. Your house was already cleaned. It looked fabulous. But no matter the amount um, of cleaning and organization or or items that we have, there's always something to do. So, Abby, we had a lot of communication going on. We had had new jobs. We have new house to buy. We have a house to sell. Can you talk a little bit about our communication process during that time frame of getting you pre-listed, actually on the market? and uh, throughout the time that we were selling your home how was communication it was really good uh we i you know i always i would call you at the most random of times and you would always answer um you know it was never long before i got a text back 
it, it was awesome. Um, I don't think I could have asked for anything, any more communication. I mean, it was, it was really good. Well, Abby, you're making my head big. I appreciate it. But I want to be real. <laughs> there was. That's, that's what it is. So whether you needed to text or um, email or phone call, um, it was very nice at, at any hour that we needed to to get to get that process moving. Did you, you did have, though, the opportunity to use multiple real estate agents? You know a lot of people. You're in a very popular area. Why did you determine that it was best for you? You were moving out of the community that you lived in. So you moved from Delaware to London. Why did you think that it was important for you to use the same agent to help you in both selling as well as buying? Yeah. So I, as you mentioned, it's a new job. I am very, very busy right now at the time of year it is. Um, and I just knew I needed something streamlined. I needed one person who could handle the selling of the home, the buying of the home. Um, and it ended up being very beneficial in my favor when we needed to get it listed right away to put in an offer and things like that. So, and yeah, so it helps with communication. You have one person that you're dealing with. Um, is there anything else that sticks out in your mind that you think somebody else out there who may be considering selling their home, is there anything that they should know or you'd give any words of wisdom since you are fresh out of the experience? Um, just be ready. It, it's, uh, it sells quick. <laughs> <laughs> be a crazy market and you had a you know you had offers coming in you had people um multiple times trying to come in all times a day so be think quick that's about as simplistic and real as you can get i thank you um quick question sure. you had a unique experience in buying a home um our market in general is tough everywhere has uh, a limited amount of homes available but especially out there in madison county and in london so you ended up purchasing from a for sale by owner or fisbo as it's called um that's a whole other show that we can talk about um but you were pleased very pleased to say that you had a successful closing yesterday how would you describe the buying portion of your uh, uh, it was experience? it was a, it was an experience buying um in that market um but I'm glad I'm glad I did it, and it was it was hard. I was going around on my lunch hour trying to find for sale by owners and looking at houses, and um, it was it was an experience. I think that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> to describe the experience is that call it an experience. <laughs> it, uh, I got lucky. I found somebody who was he was really nice. Um, but it was, I, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> well, you know what? You're a busy woman. You have a new job. You're selling a home. You're buying a home. And you actually have a life outside of work and home. Um, so you had a whole lot going on. Would you say that you were overwhelmed with the process? Or would you say that it was a smooth it was pretty process smooth. throughout? Um, like I said, I think having one person handle everything definitely made it a lot smoother than it would be had I had one person sell my home and then use somebody else to buy. Um, so I, I think it was pretty smooth. 
Well, Abby, I tell you what, I absolutely want to say thank you. I felt blessed um, to be a part of your journey that you considered and allowed me to um, walk alongside of you with that. And I know that you have a beautiful vision uh, from the way that you had your home that you sold set up. So I cannot wait to see what you and your family do um, out there in London. And I hope I will be um, when COVID opens up or we wear a mask, but I want to be out there on one of those uh, upcoming barbecues and and see all of see what you have coming up so um Wabby, i thank you i hope you have an outstanding day and thanks for sharing with us not only about the election process but yeah. as well about your experience thanks for giving me the chance to talk about the elections and um and get get some information out to people absolutely everyone out there if you have any questions please reach out to me it's chrissy hagan with homes by chrissy at remax achievers i can be reached at 614-332-0342 real talk with realtor chrissy covering all things real estate business and nonprofit. have a great day bye-bye